Real Double Kill Podcast, man. We back with another one on this lovely weekend in June. Subscribe, rate, review, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and all the podcast platforms where you listen to it. Got money behind the camera. Got my dog, Rudy. We in the building, man. And, uh... Before we get to all the topics we had, because there's a lot of shit that happened this week. A lot of shit happened today. Um, I want to get something off my chest. I finally learned that you ever get the question when somebody asks you, what is your what is your number one turn off? Like, if a woman asks you, like, hey, you know, what's your turn on? What's your turn offs? Just in, like, just in general. I never used to say I never knew how to answer that question because I it, it was, like, one of those questions where it's like, damn, I got to think about this shit. What is the... What is my turn of on? And I was gonna say something crazy. I finally found it. That every time somebody asks me that, I'm gonna know. And that turn off for me is when a woman calls me on the phone and don't say shit. Dry conversation, nothing. You pick up the phone. You're in the middle of doing something busy. You doing. You at home doing whatever. But somebody call you and don't say. Don't have no conversation. Oh, I just called. Oh, okay. What's wrong with it? Not saying nothing? No, like dry comment. Like, like literally nothing to talk about. Because, you know, if you call somebody, you know, as human beings, we're going to call and we're going to have something to say. We have a reason to talk. Okay, is this a situation? Like, give me a situation. Okay, for example, um, somebody called. You, you return a phone call. Hey, you called? Um, yeah, I called you. Okay. What's up? What's going on? Nothing's one. Just uh, just called. Um, didn't want to really talk about nothing. Not really saying nothing. You, you on, you, I'm pretty sure you've been on the phone with somebody and literally. Well, I'm saying like, are y'all just starting to talk? Is this? Not even. It's just. It's just a. Not even. Not even dating. Not even nothing crazy. Just. Well, yeah. What's funny? Somebody. Somebody could potentially you talk to, but. Nah, it's different when your girl call, your somebody you dating call, like, hey, I just want to check up on you, whatever. No, like, literally, we just sit on the phone. And I'm trying to be like, what the fuck you call me for? I had a conversation with my little brother about this, because he, he, but he was 13. <laughs> no, he's 16. And he was saying, like, he, he was talking to this girl, and she just called just to be on the phone with him. And you got to realize, some women just want the ability to call you and, just be there. That's what women do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nope. I don't know. Too, like, shit. My girl called me just to eat. Well, she tell My girl talk a lot. So, yeah. it is what it is. But I've dealt with women who just want to know that they got access to you. Yeah, and that's different. So, I know what you're talking about. You're talking yeah. about, like, you're comfortable with somebody already. Y'all can just be on so FaceTime. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Fuck that. No. Like, somebody that's not even on that level. Oh yeah, that's an issue. Yeah, like it's an issue, like dr- basically dry conversation. What if she don't know what to say? What to say? Man, I'm trying to get ready to come to the podcast or some shit. I'm probably, I'm trying. I'm I'm on a raw. I'm on a mission. How long, man? Them checks is hidden, ain't they? Oh man, this, nah, nah, this is this was a gift a long time ago. This is this. Nah, this find out this. You find out them YouTube. 
he ain't splitting them YouTube chicks. This is a, a I, shit. I ain't posting YouTube and God knows since Lil Nas X, motherfucker. I, that shit. YouTube is on reconstruction, goddammit. But there's still some good videos you can watch on them. <laughs> but that shit's on reconstruction. But nah, this this just regular a gif. But um. But no, nah, I'm with, I understand what you're saying. Drunk like, conversation. That, that is. But some people just don't have conversation at all. That's sad. But but are are they at fault or? Maybe you just got the juice. It's not even just that, though. We all been through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we all been through that. When you talk to somebody, or not even just talking, just you having a conversation with somebody. And I think what killed it all was the text error. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. that, think about this. I gave the perfect example to somebody. And I don't want to harsh on this too, too long. The fact that, remember, we was in high school. We go to the, 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 the breakfast table. And we just talking. We had we all the kind of we just mouthing off, talking about sports up from last night, blah 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 blah. You know the lunch table, dog. Can you imagine how that shit is in high school now, dog? Like everybody's on their phone and shit. No, I think people still talk. Unless the teachers be like, hey, the principal walking around in the cafeteria is like, hey, no phones. But dog, that's I mean, but shit, we was, well, nah, it wasn't as, as distract. It wasn't as much of a distraction as it was. As it is now, because there's so many different things you can get intertwine with yeah. when it comes to uh, your phone. Well, shit, I ain't gonna lie to you. Even now, like, me and my girl just got into it because she felt like I was on the phone too much. Yeah. So I'm not listening to her, quote unquote. So you might be right. I feel like, damn, you right. I know high school is fucked up now. Oh, bad, dog. You can't even holler. Man, you know these kids don't know how to holler at girls, man? It's, it's, it's one hell of a scene. I don't know. My son might be different, dog. He played Roblox, and he see a girl character and shit. Amy942 or some shit. You know, little kids play Roblox now. Shit, oh my gosh, she's so precious. She's so beautiful. My son look, my son had a girlfriend at church. Man, your son. My son got a girlfriend in kindergarten. <laughs> look at pre-K, I mean. Pre-K, he going to first now. But in pre-K, because kindergarten, he was in COVID. Nigga, you... You... Your ass... <laughs> Go crazy off a leg, <laughs> niggas. <laughs> hey, she got some nice motherfucking legs, but we go get to. But nah, you want to get some off your chest too. Oh yeah, she got some good feet. Too. <laughs> oh girl. Now nah, I'm saying she got a, a any women gotta have nice feet. I wasn't even talking about this. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, when are we gonna? When are we gonna have the conversation of what the fuck does DJ Kelly do? For real. I feel like DJ Khaled is overrated. I feel like DJ Khaled does what he he thinks he does what DJ Drama does. And I hate it because I feel like DJ Drama deserves so much more respect. So much more respect. So much more praise. And I feel like Khaled just gets away with a lot of bullshit. And am I tripping? Um, and I mean, I, I want to see. I want to. I want. I want you to explain more when you say. Uh, okay. Everything. I think we talked about. What does before. DJ Kelly do? He's annoying as shit. Am I right or wrong? And it's not me hating. It's just the truth. Because I feel like the people who actually need the just do that that he receives don't receive it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Why isn't DJ, well, you know, DJ Drama found a little Uzi Vert, but mm-hmm. anything that DJ Drama has his hands on, he needs to be praised in the same manner that, 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 that Khaled does. 
think I know where the difference is. Drama, well, when Cali got really, really popular, it was when social media was super popular. Drama was a little bit before that. Like, he had a, he had a whole era. But even, but even before that, like, I know that Cali was a DJ, but the talent... The, the the what he does is not mm-hmm. hard to do. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not a skill that needs to be even the records that he creates. You know, a lot of the records that he creates, you wouldn't think of these artists to be on these records at all. You know what I'm saying? I think because of his relationships, it makes it a mm-hmm. lot easier. Yeah. But when it comes to the praise and the understanding of like, what do you do, dog? I know I'm not tripping. If I'm not, am I the only one that gets annoyed by just hearing them on the record? Well, I would say this too. I think because you look at it differently because that's in your same profession. So you're going to look at Cali differently than how a lot of people do. So I think some people, I know we had this conversation before with Cali, is that I think he just got to a point where he don't have to work as hard that he used to because he made so many relationships. So he can get the all-star crew on the albums. The albums might not be... Like, this last album was better than the last couple. I was like, okay, I like this one. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just the relationships he built. And it's more so like, hey, he has enough money and enough relationships to where he don't have to make the beats himself. He don't have to... But the albums don't even be good. Yeah, it don't, it don't be nothing like all-time or nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I, w- I would say this about drama. I think drama needs his flies because... Dog, we got, this, I'm going to tell you something. The most underrated duo is Wayne and Drama. With that mixtape shit. Dog. Oh, hey. I'm that, sorry. I just sent your boy over to my business partner. Yeah. He needs to get a hit. He's he's nice. Who? Who you talking about? Neek. Yeah. He's nice. You give him his flowers now. Thank you. But he needs a hit. Thank you. If he Once he gets a hit. How I got you. What did I tell you before? Hold on. Same so wait. Thing. Okay. So now with. I know we won't get back to it. But like you said with Neek. With him, and I told you, he is a guy that just need connection because he was a baller. He's played basketball. He didn't. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that. So with drama, Nick, we will be in contact, my brother. Yeah. So finally, a kill. (laughs) Hey, IG TV. Shout out to everybody that's watching right now, man. I don't really do the IG TV. I mean, IG live often, but just stay tuned. Y'all got. Y'all want to say something? We can see it from here. Anything like that. But so with drama, it's. I'm sorry, y'all. It's more so that people don't. Give him his flowers, especially what he did with Wayne. You know what I mean? And the take and the difference between his albums and Cali's album, Cali's more that all-star album. He got everybody, Migos, Cardi but B. It don't it's, but the right. thing is, so the when, thing that I'm gonna say is that versus drama, he puts on people. He puts on the people that we don't know about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's this? Oh my God, it's one of my favorite songs of 2017 with Chris Brown. Uh, take it to the head. No, that nah, was, nah, nah. That was, oh uh, man, dog, it was a. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. If I was your, if I was your, yeah. 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 Yep. He had people on that song, but it made sense. And thank you. It made sense. So when I'm looking at what Khaled does, and it's no disrespect, he's just throwing people on the song. It's like, nigga, what? Hey, I'm cool with you, and I'm cool with you. Come on. Like, nah, bro. Like, make this shit make sense. It takes, like, for the crowd, of course, they're going to take whatever is put in front of them. Right. But what, when it comes to us as, you know, well, me, as somebody who actually cares about music and looks at things, because I understand that every song, every Billboard record, 
every situation alters music. And I don't think that people really understand how real that shit is. It's just like with basketball. Anytime any of these players go to another team full of all-stars and shit, that alters basketball in a way that's not... It's not sufficient. It's not... It's not in the favor of the sport of basketball. You know what I'm saying? When when right. when KD goes to the Warriors, when you know what I'm saying? When when yeah. uh, LeBron goes to the Heat, these things also basketball in a lot of ways that people don't understand. It's not good for the sport. Yeah. At the end of the day, just like I know we're gonna get into it later on, which I agree with you. Just mm-hmm. to let you know. But later on, we're gonna talk about women in basketball. Mm-hmm. If you notice, basketball has become so much more of a softer sport to the point to where you can't even breathe on... Literally! You can't breathe on a player and it's a foul. It's a tick. It's a flagrant. Like, where are we going to? So, when it comes to basketball, I look at it in the same... I mean, when it comes to music, I look at it in the same manner. So, like, what are we doing? Are we doing it for the sport of the music? Are we doing it for the greater good of the music? Yeah. The standard of the music. Yeah. Because one thing I, I can tell you I was happy about this week was I was seeing that people were um were, were calling out Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah. Thank thank fucking God. Mm. Motherfuckers starting to wake up. How many times you gonna talk about your pussy? Yeah. Now people are waking up and saying this. Damn, another record about your pussy? Yeah. So when we do that, we need to look at all of these artists and, 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 and quote unquote composers. Because one thing, the reason why this really brought it was brought up to my mind was I heard Fat Joe say that compare him to Quincy Jones. Compare Khaled? Yes. <laughs> See, what? That's the, that's the bullshit. Before you go any further, hey, Monday, you, you timeline, we got the timeline good and straight? Oh, the timestamp shit? Oh, shit. We only did two things to them. I was in the live. Hey, let me know if you see anything on the live, too. Just by the way. You can just say some shit. Man, listen. Why would you compare Khaled to Quincy Jones? We talking about if no Quincy Jones, there's no fucking Michael Jackson. We gonna get to Mike later. Damn. Are y'all feeling me? Yeah. Live, are y'all feeling me? We talking about one of the greatest composers of all fucking time. Like, the Michael Jordan of producers. Like, we're talking about one of the literal, if not the greatest producer of all time. We're comparing DJ Khaled to him. That's a producer you do not want to see in verses. Ever. (laughs) Ever. We talking Roy Ayers, George Washington. We talking, dog, anybody, uh, Babyface. He... Nigga, that's babyface, big homie. Yeah. What do we talk like? What? So my mind is the only reason why you saying that is because he's been given the luxury of having relationships to just throw niggas on records. Right. Where is the strategy? Where is the the shit? Don't make sense. So my question, I'm just asking y'all. Monday two, you can add into the shit. What is so special about DJ Khaled? What makes DJ Khaled more special than a DJ drummer? More special than... It's a lot of artists out here that, that... I mean, producers who are real composers. I don't like how... 
Now this is me just being biased of, of a uh, of a rapper. I'm a big fan of. I wish you would have pushed Ace Hood more. Oh yeah. Because Ace Hood, man, I like I'm to me. It got to a point where like Ace Hood, I'm like, damn. I wish you would have pushed him more. And I think that's where the downfall come because I like Quincy Jones because that's far blasphemous. Because yeah, he's been with his dad in Jackson Five, but dog Quincy Jones elevated Michael Quint to man, a level. Quincy Jones creates Michael is megastars. Michael Jackson is Michael Jordan. Quincy Jones, Phil Jackson. Off without without fit, Michael Jackson was already talented growing up. With but Jordan needed Phil, Doug Collins. He was winning MVPs, individual awards. Oh my God, the flashy shit. But he needed Phil to get the six rings. Amen. Michael Jackson, talented. Oh my goodness. Found him as a kid. You know what? We're going to take him and we're going to elevate him. Wrote the shit or not. You still elevated him to a higher level where he almost was, you know, couldn't have been. Quincy Jones helped out Will Smith with Fresh Prince. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? So nobody, Khaled don't have that. He doesn't. Man, if you're going to compare anybody to Quincy Jones, I'm Timberland. For real. And I think for real and Timberland's over, over them. Swiss Beats. Swiss. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? These are the Quincy Joneses of our era. Shit, take Keith. <laughs> Even though he's he's the newest. Nah, you good? Cause I just take. heard I just heard take Keith on the commercial. Come on, bro. Khaled don't have that. Khaled is a great personality, but as far as being a composer, no. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I think I had a bet with somebody. I said, dog, I guarantee you, we're gonna hear about take Keith more than Black Boy JB. Fuck yeah. I take knew that he, shit was coming. Man, take he's got a record with Beyonce. Yeah, it's over with. The record, uh, the, uh, 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 before I let go. We got any comments? No, I see something, but I really can't see my eye. I ain't got my glasses on. Can't see nothing. But that's, um. But, I mean, that's, that's all I got. It's just something right. that was on my heart for the past two weeks. But, no, nah, that was, but that's, that's, that's something people got to think about. Like, where, how far has Cali really went? But speaking of stick, sticking on, um, I want, I want to, we're going to get back to music, but I want to stick on this real fast and get this out the way because it's such a big deal. And I think this probably blew a lot of, this blew past a lot of people because we had the conviction, but we didn't have the sentencing with Derek Chauvin. Um, so he got sentenced today and it was 22 and a half years. Um, everybody had a mixed feelings about this. It's a lot of mixed feelings with the sentencing. People, some people's like, yes, I'm pretty sure. I'm glad he justice got served. I'm glad he's in he's in uh, prison because this really never happened for us. But you got the other side where it's more so of, damn, he ain't get life. He ain't get forty. You know, I'm and I'm on the fence. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I ain't gonna cap. I'm, I'm on the fence with it because it's like. Alright, I'm not going to say I don't like but I'm not going to say I dislike because I can't say I don't like it because then he got convicted and he got sentenced because in a way, justice, justice has been served in, in a way technically because he is going to jail. Now, will he serve all 22 and a half? We don't know. But the fact of the matter is that out of all these years when policemen don't get convicted, um, they walk away. And there's a couple of factors to it. Number one, um, COVID, 2020, we was all in the house. That boosted the protest to another level. People don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. There was nothing going on. There was no sports. You couldn't go nowhere. You had no type of distraction. So, protests went to another level worldwide for days, weeks. People was frustrated. 
So we want like, yo, what's going on? We we need to fix this. And that just culminated the two. Um, and it was on live video. I think that video was like so disturbing to watch. It was like, yo, we can't we can't watch this. This is this is very, very bad. And I can't watch it no more. You know, cause I seen the first couple of days. So those were a couple of factors to it. So justice has been serving a sense, but at the same time I get the other side of the argument to where it's damn. If this the if the roles was reversed, this was a black cop shooting a white man, we know this would be an op open and shut case. This will be this wouldn't go on as long. This would have been gone immediately in a week or two. Soon as it happened, it would have been gone in a week or two. Black man, open and shut case, you get a life without parole. Plus some others. They would have found some other things about it. He was a former gangster. He used to sell drugs. He used to do this. He used to do that. That would have came with the shit. So we know I get that side too. So that's why I sound 50-50 with it. I'm glad he got, I'm glad he got sentenced. Um, but I get why people are mad. It's like, damn, we should have got 40. Because for a uh, for something like this, for you to die on live on, on, on live TV, basically a public lynching, um, that deserved life without parole. And for the for his mom, for Derek Chauvin's mom to hop on the uh, stand and say that hey, thousands of people are still um, saying that you're innocent, and people still think you're innocent. And baby, Derek Chauvin, my son, I think you're innocent too. We know that at the end of the day, that's your son. I get it. I understand. But at the end of the day, we know, damn it, he did the shit. And he was right there on camera. And for Derek Chauvin to get on stand, and he spoke, and he said basically like, hey, when they come out in the future, I think I my condolences to the family, but when they come out in the future, y'all will have a better peace of mind. When I heard that, I said, man, what the hell does that mean? Because, damn, what you talking about in the future? When you get out 22 and a half years from now, you better hope you be alive 22 and a half years from now. You know what I mean? So I want to know what the hell you're talking about. Talking about some other world. Well, I, I think y'all Floyd family would have a bit a different piece of mind and understanding. I'm Nigga, pretty you sure, but I'm pretty sure he's going to do like an interview of 60 Minutes or something like that. That, that he, he might have some information that, you know, that we probably don't know, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? But I, I want you to take in the test. He's a cop. Yeah. I think everybody is getting this so misconstrued. It's not really too much about race to an extent. Yeah. I think as far as his sentencing and what he was charged with, it's more about him being a cop. You know what I'm saying? Right. Them niggas stick together. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Oh, they gonna stick together. That's the biggest gang in the world, if you ask me. Fuck mm -hmm. the Crips, the Bloods, the GDs, the all them niggas. Oh, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They been forever. They been forever. Man, look, yeah. that's the, forever. the big, the biggest gang since the end, the, the beginning of time. We gonna get to them in a little bit too. So you you gotta take that, to really understand that. So when you think about the sentencing and when you thinking about, uh, you know what he got charged with, and I mean. Nigga, he's a cop. What you expect? You think they gonna give a cop? When does it, when's the first time y'all heard a cop get life? Probably. And cops done did some fucked up shit. Yeah. Them niggas like y'all niggas better be happy that. So what? What's <laughs> he got convicted? <laughs> so what's, what's how you feel? Are you are you more on the side of justice served? Are you fifty fifty? Or are you more so like damn it should have been more? I, I'm on the side of I understand what the fuck is going on. Yeah, because they added extra 10. Yeah. Added, and then, 
took away the gun. He can't have no gun no more. He can't, you know, well, can't be a cop. What, but, but he going to do 15 and he going to be eight. It's a nigga that we know, like, uh, Lawson, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Beyonce mom said his her godson had two ounces of uh, marijuana and got 20 years. <laughs> and that's the thing. And that's the same thing this nigga just got for killing a nigga. So, at the end of the day, you got to start thinking, this ain't about just white and black. This is cops. And, but in this, in this, in this within the law, because the law is set up to protect the cops. So, and that, and that's why I think some people say justice is served, and I agree, and somewhat agree with them because I, like I said, I understand both. I get it. Post to do life. And I don't the, know. Justice ain't served, bro. But I'm going to say this. Just, man, look, you you need you had your knee on this nigga's neck right forever. Nah, for for, for sure, for sure. He supposed to bend get his ass. That's up. cruel in itself. I don't give a fuck what's going on. If I'm choking Monday or Monday choking me, I'm sure that Monday gonna know like hey, enough is nigga, enough. Yeah, enough is you enough. You know, like man, hold on, this right, nigga ain't breathing. Right. Or he ain't yeah, reacting. Somebody said something good, dog. Somebody said this. I don't know why I heard it. I forgot where I heard this shit from. They said, lay on the ground with your stomach on the ground and see how long you can go without. I, I mean, before you start like, oh, shit, I, I, I nigga, can't I got a, I got a belly. Down 200 pounds on you. Lay on the ground and see how that shit feel. Like, with your stomach, it touching the ground. I can't even sleep like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, damn, you didn't feel no type of... Wait, more because you was on his neck. You was, your knee was on his neck for like over... Damn, almost ten minutes, and you you knew when this man was dead, so you kept your knee on his neck for an extra two, three minutes. Like you know how sick you gotta be in your brain, bro. This not even is something they write in the movie script. Because if we watching a movie like that, we can't even take it. We like, all right, come on, next scene, come on, let's, we can't do. It. We fast, let's fast forward. This. We can't take. I couldn't take when Scar killed Mufasa on Lion King, nigga. When he threw that motherfucker off the goddamn cliff, I couldn't take that. So you talking about somebody knee on your neck? Like, come on, dog. So that's the thing people have to see. You know what I mean? Kids have to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? My son, dog, my son's six. He already been through Hurricane uh, Harvey. He going through the COVID shit. He see mass shootings on TV. He had to, he asked about the trial. Like, come on, dog. Like, what the fuck? So it's like, dog, I, and I think this could potentially set an example moving forward. And I'm, and it sucks that it took 400 fucking years, dog, for it to finally be like, you know what? We're going to sentence him. And, not as, and I see people talk about the judge and shit. Look, the judge is reading off a piece of paper. We, it's, he's just doing his job. It's not the judge's fault. It's the jury and there's other people that's probably playing behind closed doors and just God knows what. Hey, we'll pay you man, X amount of dollars. You man, give us 22 and a half. Y'all better wake up and understand what the fuck going on. And then understand, man, this ain't it. I mean, to be honest with you, bro, we sit back and look at what the world is is happening, like what's going on in the world and how things are moving. Once you really think about it and really take in consideration, like, man, this is this this not the end goal at the end of the day. So realize where we at and who really run the earth. Yeah. We not talking I know I'm getting kind of spiritual and shit, but we not talking what really matters? We talking about what go, what's going on on Earth. If you look at what's going on on Earth, bro, I know I'm about to go on a rant. This is gonna be probably a real, a real, real episode. But 
If you look at what's going on on Earth, bro, you got artists and individuals in general who are calling themselves demons. Right. I want y'all to really put that in perspective. We got real individuals calling each other, calling themselves demons. We got open gun carry. Yeah. I don't know where we. Electricity is like the un- most stable shit that's going on. Nigga, Texas on some bullshit. Come on, dog. Y'all wake up and understand what the fuck is going on. Man, if y'all don't understand what. I'm going to put this even more in perspective. You know, within that gun law that, that Hot Wheels passed, that there's a fucking. Uh, there's a bill in there that says. Silences are illegal as long as they are made in Texas. I'm gonna say that again. Silencers on your gun is legal as long as it is made in Texas. The fucking murder rate is up 35%. We are hired in Chicago. If y'all niggas don't wake up and understand what the fuck going on, not only do you run the risk of getting killed by the fucking police, mainly because, shit, the fucking guns is legal now. So, like, yeah. they automatically assume you got a gun on you. So, you it just be your luck that one damn it. Let me know if I'm tripping, y'all. No, you're not. Tripping. Let me know. It's just your luck that you get pulled over by this one asshole cop that just had a bad day. His wife fucking a, a nigga, and you just so happen to be the nigga that he fucking with today. And you look like you got a gun on you. Yeah. Not only you got to worry about that, but you got to worry about your own kind. I don't think y'all niggas hear me, bro. No, I ain't gonna understand. We put this out on on, on the ground. You got to, bro, Akil. You got to worry about your own kind. I've looked at the news. I never look at the news, but the last like month or so, I've been looking at the news. Y'all niggas is tripping. Y'all killing old ladies. I can't. I can't stand that shit. Y'all killing each other. Kids dying, dog. Do y'all not understand that you are putting that Jim Crow shit we be talking about? That we all talk about? That's my biggest fear. No, it's done. This is finished. Finito. When I was saying my biggest fear is something happened to my son. Like, if anything, I, I I understand. I get it. We all be like, well, uh, we don't know what's going to happen when it, when it happen, when it comes. But, dog, if it comes, hopefully it don't. What the fuck? But we, I, 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 I think I speak for all of us when I say that we all fucking have your shit when we get to the house. Dog. Oh, yeah. I'm glad he had my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm saying even just us individually. Yeah. Like, yes, your child. But us individually, to make it home, is like the biggest blessing of all, like, in general. Because you don't know. Yeah. Am I tripping? No, you're not. It's been a lot going on, man. No. And it needs to be understood. Like, niggas is killing each other for nothing. Nothing, dog. You killing... It don't, ain't no amount of money, no amount of... None of that shit worth enough for you to kill 
your own people. You're carrying out the same plan that these motherfuckers been trying to get us to carry out for the longest. You doing their job. Let's get rid of these niggas. Matter of fact, here. This literally was happening. What happened in LA in, in the 80s? Yo. The crack era? Where they used to have guns all in these fucking trains and shit like that? That's yeah. exactly what the fuck is going on. They saying, here, nigga, take these guns. We'll make it legal for y'all to get these guns. Go ahead and kill each other. Take that shit and make it happen. Yeah. Do y'all not understand what the fuck is going on? So when I say... When I say... And I'm, I'm sorry I'm going on a tangent, but I feel like it needs to be said. When I say... It's bigger than this earth, I really want y'all niggas to understand that shit. Right, right. This shit is way bigger than what's going on right here. This is the devil's territory. And obviously you can see that the, the nigga is running this motherfucker. From the Lil Nas X shit to y'all niggas killing each other to it's written all over everybody's face. It's, it is what it is. Niggas is calling each other demons. Right. Put that shit in perspective, man. Yeah, that's what's going on, dog, in America. You know what I mean? Will it get better? Hopefully. Hopefully. But, nigga, the cop, man, the cops are short, man. The nigga got 22 years for killing a nigga. 22. And, and dog, I I remember there was a story that be going around social media here and there. A kid, I I think, stole candy or was trying to sell CDs or something. Kid, like like preteen. Got 40 years, dog. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. For trying to make some money, dog. I would not be surprised. Like that's where we at. How many homeboys we got that got caught up with some weed or some shit like that and got 30, 40? Yo. And now they making millions off of it. And y'all niggas ain't letting them out. Yo. It is what Not it is. The record that's where we at. Hey, money, you do me a favor? Probably uh, get some ice downstairs in the uh, back thing. Where's, where's the back thing? Oh, in the, in the bottom. Uh, the, the kitchen. Like, see, you got, you got oh, the refrigerator. Okay. You can pull out. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you want. Yes. Yeah. Just, 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 it's, it's in the bag, yeah. Just it's put something it. that is scooped with. Uh, <laughs> hey, they say Reggie Jackson is uh the black uh no, what do you say? The LA version of Den- the, the oh, oh the man. US version of Dennis Schroeder. Nah, he ugly as hell. Ugly as hell. I'm talking about as far as his play. <laughs> nah, he called though. But I want to talk. I want to. I want to bring this up though, cause I think this is a uh, back to music, back to uh, music what we talked about. Because it's been 25 years later. 25 years later, man. The GOAT of Jay-Z's first album in 96. Um, Reasonable Doubt dropping. And I know that I'm going to let you go on your on your uh, soliloquy when after I'm done just saying what I got to no, say. No, don't do your thing, bro. But, you know, cause I'm, I'm oh, a- I apologize, bro. I, I just feel like I, certain shit need to be said. No, nah, that, that's your guy. You know what I mean? But I understand. You know, this this is the album that you said changed your life, so I'm going to just go and say what I got to say first. But it's just like, with that album, I heard it a few few years back. Of course, when Spotify came out, and I was like, one of the first albums I wanted to hear was Reasonable Doubt because I heard about it so much. And I wanted to know, like, all right, let's see what this album was talking about because I heard him talk about it on Breakfast Club before in an interview. And I said, okay, I want to get to it. I want to get to Reasonable Doubt. That album is legendary. Hard. I asked my people on Instagram, I said, look, is this the greatest album of, of all time? It was split 50-50, you know what I mean? It was, some people said, yeah, some people said, nah, not the greatest, but it's great. You know what I mean? So it's split. 
And the thing is, for me, I, I was three years old when they came out. So I, I wasn't around when that album came out. Because for me personally, my reasonable doubt is 2014 Forest Hill Drive from J. Cole. Because it's one of the albums that people are not going to just catch on immediately. But it's going to grow on people. Or to Pimp a Butterfly from Kendrick. But back on the Jay-Z album, it's more so of a album. When I did research, I said, damn. It didn't... It didn't catch people attention because at that time it built it debuted at 28 independently on the billboard charts and people greatly appreciated that album and later on as he started dropping more stuff the dynasty you know takeover and blueprints you know what i mean people started still jamming that album still because it stayed on billboards forever and you go back and listen it's like damn this was this was hove and you see the growth in his music obviously but um yeah that album man it, it's it's the evils um i don't got the trackers in my in, in my in my uh in my politics face right now politics as usual politics as usual dead presidents two because he made two of them yep you know what i mean um i want to say the song with foxy brown ain't no nigga foxy brown was 16 can't knock the hustle 16 years old in that song on that song, dog. So, can I live? Can I? There you go. Can I live with my shit? So that show, that that's my shit. I think, you know, I'm not gonna get here and try to compare them, but that that album, 25 years later, is is man, it's 25 years, and that shit is goaded. Is it in people's top fives? I'm pretty sure. If it's in people's greatest album, sure. Top ten, yeah. But if you haven't heard it, please hear that shit. Man, I um, I want to say first. This is probably one of the first hip hop albums that I ever uh, had the opportunity to uh, to actually dive deep into. Um, my pops, when I was a kid, uh, he, he he got me this project, and uh, ever since then, I, f- I fell in love with that project, and it's my my favorite album of all time. I feel like it's probably the most complete album you can ask for. It's the most honest and the most rawest project. You want it more, though? Huh? I got a little bit like you want it more, though. I'll take some. You take a shot to hold. But, um, me personally, I feel like it's the greatest album of all time. Hip-hop album of all time. Just me personally. Um, you got some people that don't agree. They take more early projects. You got a lot of people that say Carter Threes. You got a lot of people that say um, Good Kid, Mad City. But one thing I want to say is a lot of these projects, I don't take greatest of all time or greatest album of all time within just a holistic standpoint because I feel like we got all different types of errors. So I think that we should always put them all in errors. Like, I feel like for this generation, Good Kid, Mad City is probably the greatest project to ever you know, touch the scene. But back then, you only had, like, the Illmatics. You had Reasonable Doubt. You had, uh, what's the, uh, Tupac's project? Uh, 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 All, All Eyes on, on All Me. All Eyes on Me. You had, you had a lot of projects to really take from, but I feel like Reasonable Doubt was probably the most, because it was the greatest investment. We talking about three, three cats from New York put their money together to, to put this project out. And this project brought probably the, the greatest dynasty of all time. Yo. 
know what I'm saying? Besides probably cash money. Yeah. I can't think of nobody else who had a, a greater run, who had more stars come out of the situation. We talking if it wasn't for this album, you would ha- you wouldn't have a Kanye West. You wouldn't have a, a Rihanna. Do you follow me? Like you know, you wouldn't no. have a J Cole. Like this project changed and turned a lot of wheels, and then the quality. You can listen to the project now; it's like the first time. Like my favorite song on the project, "Politics as Usual." Like the way he. It's hip hop at its core, put it like that. And this right. is Jay Z in his prime, in my opinion. This is the greatest hip hop album of all time in my mind. Uh, I mean, I don't know if y'all agree or not. If y'all ever listen to the project, but I'm so thankful for 25 years of this project. I feel like it aged gracefully. Yeah. Everybody don't had that opportunity, but. Yeah, like this is, this is reason, nigga. This is reason without y'all gotta understand. We talking Dame, Bigs, and Jay. Right, like right, that's, right. You don't get no better than that, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's for me when I started my career. That was my prototype. I wanted to be one of them. I wanted all my niggas to to win. So seeing that and actually seeing what that became, no matter what the situation, because right now they in a whole lawsuit over the actual album. Who? Um, uh, Dame and, and, and Jay. Mm, trying to get uh, rights over it? Well, they all own a piece of the project, but Dame is trying to put it up for NFT. Mm. And what is that for people that don't know? Um, Basically, it's like purchasing a moment, basically. Mm. Non-fungible token. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. It's purchased in the moment, so you and you know he owns a part of Rockefeller as well, so he's trying to he's trying to sell that piece as well. But Dan, Jay want to buy it, but he wants to buy it at his price, and Dame ain't having it. Right. Yeah. So you know that that comes with a lot of shit. This is some comments, and I see something I can't see it there for. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to sing because when I log in, it starts it over. Really. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I keep having to leave and go out and go to the notes. Oh, okay. It's cool. But you um, know, I mean, a lot of this shit, it plays a certain role. But at the end of the day, fuck all that. You got to enjoy exactly what, y'all, what niggas created. And it's arguably the best piece of work I've ever heard in my whole entire life. So. Oh. Somebody said we need to go to bed. We not that one. Nah, the person's overseas, that's why. The person I know is overseas, live like four in the morning over there. Somebody's late over here, basically. Who is it? Uh, one of my followers. You be alright. She'll be alright, she can still listen. Um, But yeah, I just think that album was... If you say it's the greatest album of all time, I don't disagree with you at all. I mean, it's top three, top five. I mean, she put it wherever you want. Um... But of course, people gonna have their own opinion. People, some people gonna say Carter Three. Some people gonna say All Eyes on Me. Some people gonna say um, Ready to Die from Biggie. I mean, it's just whatever. Illmatic. You can say whatever album you wanna you wanna throw in there. Um, so for me, I don't I don't mind a, a reasonable doubt as the best album in rap history at all. Because I always say to this day, I think if this one album, if they would have did halfway of the album, I said this for years. Money know where I'm going with this. 
views could have had a great ass argument if the album was cut in half and had the right songs in there. But shit, he fucked it up because all the hype and build up was behind it. But that's neither here nor there. Um, another anniversary I want to get to is the 12 year anniversary of the GOAT, my GOAT, and a man of the people's GOATs, um, Michael Jackson. I remember the day, I remember I was at the day he died. I was taking a nap, and my mom come banging on my door, and she says, Michael Jackson has, Michael Jackson died. I said, what? Woke up immediately at 15, going on 16 years old when it happened. And I was like, damn, Mike. I turned to BT Wonderson Park, you know, that was like the... The end of Once's Park in a way. I turned there and I see him in that they that ambulance leave going to UCLA hospital. I said, damn, the GOAT, Michael Jackson, is like, this is for real. And I wanna say in that at that time for my first 15 years of living, I wanna say that's probably the biggest devastation I had in my in my life thus far. Like at that time, because I was like, damn. My first 15 years of living, I mean, it was nothing nothing crazy happened until that. So I was like, wow, Michael Jackson is is really gone. And I was like, I don't want to touch too much on it. I'm not trying to do no comparison. Me and Rio, I was going to take a comparison on Michael versus Prince, but it's not about it's not about that. It's appreciating <laughs> it's appreciating greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is, well, if you want to say Prince, cool. If you want to say Beyonce, cool. But damn it, Michael Jackson inspired a lot of motherfuckers. Michael Jackson is... Und undisputedly the greatest entertainer of all time made some great ass fucking music i still i love i still love thriller off the wall and bad the the triple threat you know what i'm saying what he did when he was a kid with jackson five we got we can't talk we can't forget about those hits so it's like damn like just memorable moments and it just sucks it's like man he's the one artist i always said if i have to pick any artist concert i'm about to go to it would have been michael jackson it would have been Michael Jackson's like, damn, I, I wish I would have seen him in, in person. Because that's still my favorite artist of all time. How Rudy think of Jay-Z? I say the same shit for Michael Jackson. I'm like, damn, Michael Jackson, my favorite artist ever. Like, he's just, to me, everything. You know what I'm saying? He's great. So that's that's wanted to give him his flowers on, on his 12-year anniversary of his untimely death and everything. I know Rudy's a prince guy, but... I no, I mean, Michael Jackson is... Probably the greatest entertainer of all time. My whole thing is just Prince with being the, the, the best musician. That's, and I can, I can you know what I'm saying? Okay. But, uh, man, I, I, I remember when when I found out that Michael Jackson died. I was at TSU for a summer program, and uh, I didn't understand exactly how serious it was until, you know, later on, but... Man, we lost a legend, and I feel like a lot of he's he's shoes that I don't think anybody could fit. We we say a lot of people who excuse me who excuse me that was a big one though. <laughs> we talk about a lot of people who we feel like are the the um, his uh, proteges, but yeah. I don't think anybody will ever be able to feel those shoes. He's he's the Michael Jordan of of, of, of music in general. Right. Like, they will never like LeBron can't be Jordan. You know what I'm saying? KD can't be Jordan. Yeah. Kobe can't be Jordan. 
know what I'm saying? I don't think anybody, we say a lot of Drake's, we say, you know, Chris Brown's, Usher. The Usher's, the, all of these individuals, but nobody can really be Michael Jackson. It's an aura no. and an energy that no one can really touch. So, R.I.P. Michael Jackson, may you still rest in peace. And, uh, man, we still enjoy a lot of the things that he created, you know, in general. So, you know, rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Damn, a goat, baby. God the, damn it. The, yeah. The dancing machine. Yeah, the greatest entertainer of all fucking Mr. Time. ABC's one, two, three. I'll be there. But guess what? I'm still bad. And I'm rocking with Billie Jean. And if you try to fuck with Billie Jean, you better beat it. God damn it. God damn, Michael Jackson. Boy, I miss you, dog. I don't give a fuck if you black or white, nigga. <laughs> I still get them butterflies, baby. God damn, Mike. He gone. That nigga was a nigga at the end of the he day. He gone, man. He gone. Hey, what if Michael only did this shit for pussy? Man, Mike. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna change bro. my skin color for some pussy. Ain't fucking change his nose and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's uh, how I fuck. Let me, let me shut the fuck. Man, up. see, damn, disrespect him. Don't do that. Don't. We ain't doing that. No, I'm not disrespecting him. I'm just talking about how fucked up the industry is. That industry will make you do something. Cause weird somebody shit. told him, hey, nigga, if you was right, white, you know how much money you make. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, what? <laughs> Mike said, huh? What? Damn, the heat. No, he still got the greatest. I don't give a fuck. Music videos. There ain't nobody touching that, obviously. Nah. Damn. Nah. Nobody's beating Michael Jackson video. Don't you start to move. Bust around. Boy, get your. Boy, you better. No, don't do this bullshit. All right. Boy, Rudy, don't do it. Bust around might have better music videos than my. Yes, he only had oh, thrillers. Oh, Lord. What? He only. What else? Let's oh, not do this. Let's not oh, do this. Let's not no. do it. We supposed to be celebrating Mike. Yes, and you said Buster Ryan might have better videos than him. Yes. Oh Lord. Have you ever seen no. Give me some more? I don't yeah. think Rudy ever seen. I don't think you remember when they That's was doing nice, when they was doing mo they stopped what was on hey, TV. They and they did break and they did breaking news, dog. They did breaking news from Michael Jackson videos. Liberian girl. They don't make it better. Smooth bro. criminal nigga. What you that, talking about? That was about? the anticipation for the artist. They don't make Beat it great, bro. Man, come it on. was cool. Oh, we ain't gonna get to that. They man. were good videos, but Buster Rhymes. So he got the greatest music videos of all time. Dude. Let me shut the fuck. Buster Rhymes got his ideas from Michael. Okay. Okay. Shit. Hell no. See, you always want to do that. You always want to try to throw in a little slug about Michael Jackson. Talking about he changed his color because of because of pussy. And you trying to say Buster Rhymes? Come on, man! Don't do that shit, dog. Don't do that, man. We was doing, we was doing great, great shit. Don't, don't do that. But I want, I want to stick on music for one more, one more thing because I see something interesting. I seen on um, on YouTube. Uh, Vlad TV, he's doing a series, and of course, there's been a lot of movies and documentaries and series about Tupac and Biggie. But this one is quite interesting. It's a deep dive into the Biggie and Tupac's murder case. And I'm watching the first two episodes, and it's different. First episode was about this guy that was in the video, in the YouTube clip we can see. Anybody can pull it up with the guy that's in a striped shirt. Who was the black? Who was the guy with the striped shirt on? Yada yada yada. The whole 20-minute video, about 12-minute video about him, and about who was he? So when they were in the casino or after the fight or whatever? No, nah, this no, this is for Biggie. Oh, 
Oh, Biggie. Okay, so it's a two by Biggie, but he's starting off with the Biggie case. Okay, first. gotcha. So he's talking about the guy that was in the video, and he's just going deep diving into things that a lot of publics don't know. So, second episode is about, um, was the LAPD behind, did they witness Biggie's murder? You know what I'm saying? About them going out and trying to spy and take pictures and do all these things, and then Diddy caught him from a distance, he waved his hand and all that other stuff, so kind of blew their cover a little bit. Um, so it's quite it's it's quite interesting. I'm I'm still watching this a series. I only got two episodes right now, but I'm I, I pose this question: Why are people still so fascinated with the Tupac and Biggie case? Because there's so we just we had a couple of weeks ago where people said where they said now that Suge Knight and the Nation of Islam they had a hitman and they killed Biggie. They came out they did an investigation with that shit. Uh, Tupac, with all these, it's just so much fascination that we still, this is, and we're, we're coming up on the anniversary of, um, Biggie or Tupac, am I not mistaken? I think it was Tupac. It's when, Tupac's was it, coming up. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I heard on the radio. No, that was, was his birthday. That was his birthday, my bad. We come, and we coming up in 96, 2021, we coming up in the, uh, anniversary. Yeah. So it's gonna come back again, and I think it's coming up soon. So, we're still, yeah, because Biggie died in March 97. So, this year is Tupac. This is the anniversary, and we're still fascinated with this shit. This is like goddamn trying to figure out if UFOs is fucking real or not. We still want to do investigations and shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was September 13th, '96, and, and it's coming up during the week one of NFL season. So it's like, damn, we are fascinated with this. And I was, I was a baby, bro. So it's like, damn, why are people? So engaged and still, we still trying to figure out this unsolved, this quote unquote unsolved mystery. Knowing these niggas know who the fuck killed both Pac and Big, you know what I mean? So it's like, damn, why we so fascinated with this shit? That's so crazy to me. Oh, I think because I mean it's Biggie and Pac at the end of the day, and that for some reason, this is a a, a case is never solved. But, I mean, at the heart of hearts, I think everybody knows exactly what the fuck happened. I mean, it's, it's plain in your face. I feel like it's more of a money grab than anything. Especially when you fucking with Vlad. Vlad will do anything for some fucking money. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't really put too much into it. I think it just gets deeper and deeper into, like, specifics and things of that nature. But I feel like at this point, everybody knows who killed Biggie and Pac at the end of the day. Oh, he knows it behind it. Shook fucking night. God damn it. You said it, I did. I'll say it again. That nigga, dog, potentially, if it's official, he is behind, he is responsible, potentially, not official. I don't know why you niggas listen to Vlad anymore anyway. Well, this is, well, he's not talking on it. He got a guy that It don't matter. I don't, anything to do with Vlad. Well, it's just the fact that it's like. Vlad, okay. you know Vlad ain't for us at all. Well, I just want to figure out. I just want to watch the Tupac B shit. I'm I fascinated mean, with shit. Hey, you can do what the fuck you want to. I'm just saying in general. There's other ways you can find this shit out. No, it's plenty of documentaries and things. You know what I'm saying? But it's always when every time they drop something, it's like, damn. Like, it's always something new. We did. It's like they're giving us piece by piece of the shit. It's like, I'm going to tell you, like, they're treating this pocket big shit like UFOs exist or don't exist. We know UFOs out there. We know aliens exist. It's like, damn, stop trying to give us piece by piece. Oh, well, two weeks ago in California, we seen a UFO sighting somewhere. Oh, we seen in Texas on Highway 6. Just tell us if it's real or not. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Did they, who killed them? 
Let it go. The thing with the UFOs is we know they're real now. Yeah, and we and I seen one over here. That's what's crazy. And we, I had know. to tell your brother, like, nigga, do you see that? For real. What was it? It was like hovering over the sky, like, and the niggas telling us too as well, like, hey, oh, this shit been real, nigga. Close. Aliens are are here. It's just and about they're treating pocking bigs. We know they dead, but God, man, I think Elon Musk is a fucking alien. He might be. He might just be. Act, just look at how he be acting and shit like this. But just tell us. And it's all right. Them. I feel like them niggas is our friends. To be they might be. No, they probably think differently. But it's like, damn, like, tell us. We know they dead, but God damn. They already did. Yeah, parking big. They told us what the fuck going on. They but told tell us, us who killed them already. Unofficially It's all about you. If you going to listen tonight. It is just saying. Like you said. Pac was a part of some gang war shit that he ain't had no business being a part of. Bitch, and they went to L.A. And, and, and Biggie, what happened to Biggie, what happened to Biggie? That nigga was a half shit. a mile away from Death Row Records. When he, I'm like, nigga, you was in their backyard? Nah, that ain't gonna lie. I didn't realize that part. He was half a mile away. Just a straight shot from that museum, wherever they was at. To a devil. I'm like, damn, you was literally in enemy territory. Like, literally. This if you ever go to L.A., Capitol Records, like, near Capitol Records where Death Row was. And you can see Capitol Records clearing his boot. You know what I'm saying? That's around the area that he got killed. That is... It is so crazy that people are so fascinated with this shit. Like, it is... Yeah, people gonna be fascinated with anything that brings drama. Or just and, like and, murder cases. Like, yeah. I watch a lot of crime documentaries. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I started watching, um, it's this thing. I know this part off subject, but I watched a monster. This is a YouTube series called Monster. But they talk about like these weird motherfuckers that be doing crazy shit, be killing their kids and shit. It's fucked up, but it's very interesting. Like, you know what I'm saying? As in, like, their, their parents killing the kids. It's crazy, bro. That shit looks amazing. Hey, you said what it is? Monsters. That it's shit looks amazing. On, is on, is it? on YouTube. YouTube like, that shit is fucking... Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. My first time looking at this shit, I was on this shit for like... Days. Like, they just kind of go through like different cases? Yeah. Okay. Like, this shit be crazy. You be looking at... and it, No, what made me... Look at that shit was, it was this girl, this lady in Detroit that killed her kids and put two of her kids in the, in the fucking freezer mm, mm, mm. for like a year or two. And they didn't find them until it was time when they got, uh, when they got, uh, evicted. I kind of remember hearing about Yeah, in Detroit. And she wasn't sorry about the shit. Like, she was just like, that's what they deserve because... It was something about one of the kids raping, no, two of the kids molesting the other kid. But she didn't have no proof that this shit was really happening. So, yeah. Like, and when I watched it, I was like, damn, this shit crazy as fuck. And then they just had more shit. And I was like, oh, this shit crazy. So you'll be surprised how many crazy motherfuckers is out here. Oh, they out here for real. Nah, bro, for real. Like, I really recommend any like if y'all into that type of shit. Like this is a amazing it come fucking on? YouTube. It's on YouTube. Okay, monsters. Monsters. It, okay. This is monsters. That's what it's called. I think. I'm gonna watch it because I love. I love. I watch. I watch shit like that. But you, man, this shit will fuck you up. You hit and be like, what? This really happened? Hey, yeah. I want to touch on this subject too. 
with um, a topic, I, something I put on Instagram a couple of days ago when it came to women potentially coaching NFL and NBA. Um, so I've I, I seen the post with Becky Hammond trying to, she was a finalist for the Portland job, but now it's like Chauncey Billups going to be the head coach of that job, which I'm not surprised by. Um, what I'm going to say next is not sexist because I got that comment a lot. Oh, you're sexist. How? I just said I don't think they should coach. I don't think women should coach NFL or NBA head coach, not just any type of coach. Because there are some type of coaches that are women in pro sports, in NBA and NFL. So there's a woman right now that won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and she was an assistant running back coach. Now, have I heard of an assistant running back coach before? No, I heard a running back coach, but not assistant. So people took offense when I said I don't. I said I'm for equality. But I don't think women should be NFL head coaches or NBA head coaches. Now, when I backtrack, I say, look, out of those two sports, which one will happen first? NBA, by a long shot. There will, there will be a Beckingham and head coach somewhere on some team eventually. But do I believe there will be a Beckingham and coach and a head coach in the NFL team anytime soon? Hell no. And I had two NFL players on on my IG live a couple days ago, and I, I asked, them, I said, "Hey, what, how would your reaction be if you got coached by if your head coach was a woman?" They will be. They was like, "Hell no, I don't want that to happen. We ain't ready. We not ready. I don't want that. How can how can you teach me how to run my route? How can you teach me? How can you motivate me before a game? How can you motivate me during the week? How can you break down film for me? So NFL is not even gonna happen. So NBA." I said this. Yeah, you can know your X's and O's. That's head coach. You want to know your X's and O's? Beckham is smart. She's one of the smartest, one of the best point guards in WBA history. I'm not taking that away from her. I'm not taking that away from any of the future head coaches that could be women. But what's going to happen? We know how soft the society is now. Now let's say you're coaching a guy that has a, a Westbrook mentality. And y'all, you know, draw, draw the wrong play up, somebody else, yada, yada. We see people pout. Bitch all the time, complain. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. So we've seen this happen already with men. So when something's crucial happening and he gets mad, and let's say he do get in the face of a woman head coach, we smart enough to know what the fuck's going to happen after that. Potentially lost endorsements deals. Um, he's a womanizer. He, he's not for equality because he's yelling at a woman. So much shit that comes with it. Not Let's... Fuck the exit and O's. Assault. Assault. Yo, oh, verbally abuse. You know what I mean? So, for me, when I say, yo, Big Ham is going for this Portland Trailblazers, I said, no, I, I, I get it. She's a fine, but, dog, this is not the smart idea. Because, dog, you're, she's potentially going to a team that's trying to win now. Now. With Dame Littles, he, he might get traded. He's trying to win now. So, now what's going to happen is this. Let's say she would have got the job for Portland. Now she already got pressure to take her team, take that team more than past the semifinals to get to the conference finals, NBA finals. And let's say they're not good, then what? What happens next? Or let's say this. I, I said I'd rather Becky Hammond go to a team like San Antonio where she's already at because she that fan base know her. She's a Popovich protege. Let her stay in San Antonio. That's her job when he retired. Or go to OKC. Go to Sacramento. Go to where it's not a lot of pressure. Small market. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of pressure to win. But people said, no, nah, no way you can't, you can't do that to a woman. You're just doing that because you were sexist. But 
I'm not a six. I, that's like me saying, if I was a six, I would have been like, look, I don't want no women in sports at all. Now, that's sexist. But when I say head coach, it's a different story. And people don't realize the pressure of being a head coach versus of being like an agent, a PR person uh, in the front office. I love women that are in the front office spots. Yeah, you're getting paid more than the people that's head coaches. <laughs> so who are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Jenny Buzz, look at the Lakers. What the fuck? You think she ain't making... Well, come on now. You know what I'm saying? Swing cash for the Pelicans. So I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with them being in the sport. But as a head coach, that comes with a whole entire different pressure than being in the front office. Or we got the lady that's working with Cash Money Agency. I don't know her name right now. But she's one of the lead agents. Black woman. Yep. Come on, dog. So I'm not saying nothing's wrong. I'm perfect for that. But to lead men as a head coach is a totally different ball game. She went to my high school. Really? I didn't know her, but I remember seeing her around. Same class? She was two years younger than me. Okay. So so Nicole is like, what, 29? Somewhere around there, yeah. She was yeah. 20 whenever she, 20-something whenever she popped on the scene like that. So, yeah. so that's, my, that's, that's my feeling on that. I don't feel like you're wrong. I, I, me personally, I, I, I completely agree with you. Not to say anything about women, but when it comes to men's sports, um, a lot of value. It's just like a man, a woman can't teach a man how to be a man. Put that in perspective, right? Yeah. Um, when it comes to men, like just from the little bit of like refereeing, right? Women are being put into the NBA refereeing, and you see what's going on. No. It's soft, even more softer than it already was. I feel like even when it comes to, like, I've seen where somebody might throw the ball down, and women look at that as being a stick. Like, no, this is a part of man's shit. Yeah, we see a lot of women taking up dudes because they yell and one. <laughs> That's a foul? I seen JJ Reddick throw the ball towards a, a, a referee and it was a You see what I'm saying? So, like. That probably should have been. When he threw it. I think now, he, he didn't he, throw he, it he at him. Like, he just threw it to him, but it was the way that he threw oh, it. Oh, okay. You got to understand, <laughs> when it comes to women, women and their emotions and the way that they look at things may not go up. To par with what us men do. Like, I can say, fuck you, nigga. Yeah. And, like, I can literally say, fuck you, Akil, and you won't take it personally. Yeah. But if a woman is there, why would you say that? Yeah, as a head coach, like, why would you do that? Uh, you know, it's a, I'm saying it's a difference. <laughs> and people play sports and choose these colleges and choose where they play based on who the coach is. And now, let's say free agent comes up. Think about this. And now... Let's think about these head coaches. Do we, do we see people like LeBron James vouching to have a woman coach? DeMar DeRozan's on that same Spurs team. Is he vouching and tweeting like, hey, man, man, Big Hammond, does, she needs that job now. No. Over fucking Chauncey Billups, dog. Take like, your, man, no that's why they got the WNBA. Take your ass to the WNBA. You can coach their ass the way that you want to coach them. When it comes to... The, the NBA, or even in general, man. Like, let us have the, like, 
It gets to a point, you you feminist motherfuckers. I'm sorry, but I'm tired of y'all. You can't have every fucking thing, dog. Like, let us have something. Like, you don't have to to infiltrate everything. And motherfuckers is too fucking soft to say, no, this is our shit. Let us have our shit. This is why y'all niggas got the WNBA. What does a woman, what, what, what gratification do you get with having a woman coach an NBA team? Or oh, NFL. I see people talking about we should normalize NFL. Wow, for what? For oh, what? come on, man. It's y'all niggas got women uh, fucking leagues to do that shit. Let us have what the fuck we have at the end of the day. Because what's going to happen is, y'all, like we were saying earlier, you're going to fuck the game up. Y'all doing this shit because y'all want to be happy-go-lucky with these with, with with the feminist movement and the LGBTQ, LFG, MOG. Like, cool. Like, y'all niggas can do what the fuck y'all want to, but when it comes to the to our safety room, when, it, when I say safety room, I'm just saying, like, I, this is our haven. This is basketball. This is football. Like, Let me ask you a question. Let's, I'm going to start a name. Let's say her name 30 years from now. Let's say the woman head coach is Susie Smith for the Green Bay Packers. Honestly, let's just be honest. What can Susie Smith teach Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback spot as a head coach? Because for my, when I watch football a lot, Mike Tomlin taught Big Ben, A.B. Le'Veon some shit. Bill Belichick taught the defense, Ty Law, Teddy Bruschi. Willie McGinnis, Rodney Harrison on the quarterback side of Tom Brady, some shit. What can, like, honestly, at the, at, in football, what can you show different than what Bill Belichick does as NFL head coach, but all these other people does as head coaches? And, it's, and I say it's nothing against, I think the perfect lane for women in, 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 in the NBA or NFL, just using those two sports, is like the front office shit. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm the front office. They are master. But my, okay, so why why can't you do with the W? I feel like the reason why the WNBA is really failing to a certain extent is because women aren't empowering the WNBA. They're so busy trying to put them fucking heads into the NBA. Right. Why are y'all so infatuated with the? Go to the WNBA and build that fan base. If y'all are so much of a W, you know, basketball fans build that franchise and that, you know, that 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 base up. Why come fuck with the NBA? It doesn't make sense. And for these teams, it's just, I ain't got nothing against it. If you gonna do the, the coaching job shit, that's cool. But when it comes to the refereeing, I'm cool with my refs. I'm cool. With I, I'm not. They let. They I'm got more they, cool with the. With, if anything, I'm more cool with them being coaches than I am refs. They they can they making us game soft. I, okay, can they call everything a techno? You got to think women now don't even want their kids to play football. Yeah, so when they see a hit, they can, oh my god, that was a bad hit flag. Tech. Yo, your gauge of what is is acceptable and what's not acceptable is two different things. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to really be cautious of the moves that you're making when it comes to these decisions, because at the end of the day, like we were saying earlier. That makes the game worse than it is right now. 
You can't touch a, a player without getting a, a tick. And why all of a sudden we starting to see women coaches now? We, we, it wasn't bad from the NBA 20 years the ago. The LGBTQ, LFG, MOLF, ZFG, P, A, G, L, F. That's why. This feminist bullshit. Cause that was, it, it wasn't banned. It wasn't banned. It could have been a woman coaching Michael Jordan. Now, nah, do I think Michael Hell Jordan nah. coach? I know. I you know. can't do like right. some shit. You can't do. It's not gonna work. I think the worst mistake any team would, if they were to hire a female coach, it would only be from a sale, a marketing strategy standpoint. As a head coach, right? yes. Yeah. The worst mistake you could ever make is to make a woman a head coach of a NBA team. They won't be able to suffice. Like the egos. Yeah, players. like you're not gonna understand Somebody what the fuck going you on. Stupid. Suck woman, my dick. A woman called you. She said you so stupid. Suck my dick. And no. Hey, we don't tell. We don't tell our fan base that. I'm man. sorry. Come on, now nah, we can't. We can't. I can't lose my audience now. Okay, I'm proud of that. Well, you can say it in a list tone. I think what she's saying. I think, and I, and I think, but I wouldn't call him. Don't say stupid. Okay. Only I could call him that. But. Only thing is, I apologize for saying that that was wrong. I'm sorry. But this, but I think this is why I think we, as women, can't get too emotional. Where as men, we're saying, "Hey, we can't have nothing. We can't have anything at this point." Like, like we're not saying y'all can't be. Becky Hammond's an assistant coach for the Spurs. There's nothing wrong with that. I think as a head, I don't think people understand the what comes with the head coach. You know what I'm saying? And I think when people, when 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 I said it on my Instagram, it's a lot, a lot of women. That said, hey, what you saying is sexist. No, it's not. Because I had some people hit me back up. Like, as men, I agree with you. I, I get you. As a head coach, it's different. And a lot of, people, a lot of women that, you know, a lot of women that, that comment to me don't really watch sports. So they, they, don't, they don't understand what the head coach brings like to I the said, table. Like I you, said, you, you're thinking of it from a standpoint of, you, you, you're really thinking of a standpoint from a woman's rights. And it's not yeah. really about that at all. He's, he's trying to... I, can't be a head coach. No, yeah, you can do what the fuck you want to, but why don't you do it with the WNBA? It's simple. It's not hard. Like, what makes it any different? Do it with the WNBA. That's your league. But then that and you don't embrace your league. How do you expect for 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 people to take women serious if you won't even take yourself serious? If we're really being honest, no. You have a whole league and you won't do it because you won't. Interact with that league because you want to be a part of the men's league. For what? What are you proving? What are we? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what are we talking about? I really want to understand. Let's just say the day do happen of a woman being an NFL head coach, and you got to leave 53 men on a roster with a, the rest of your staff. I really want to know what will be your motivation speech in the locker room going into the big game, guys. 60 minutes, okay? No, you're not going to understand. 60 minutes. You see how Ty Lue getting to that, that, that huddle? You know what I'm saying? Do you see how Doc Rivers talked to them? A man is not going to take you serious in the heat of the day. like Because this is a big game. Super Bowl and shit, playoff. 60 minutes, guys. We got 60 minutes, okay? Let's go. Let's get out there. Let's hustle. Let's Break. One, two, th- I, I don't think people take this. I, I just don't think it's, it's ready. Now, it's NBA before NFL, think, but man, NBA. Kid, I'm telling you, it's more about the feminist movement than it is about the greater good of the game. 
it, it making this game soft. I ain't gonna sit here and lie too. It is. It? It's not enjoyable, bro. To be honest with you, I don't even watch basketball because I know any little thing is gonna be a foul. It's got soft. You see what I'm saying? Like any little thing is gonna be taken is gonna be misconstrued. Like even this shit with KD and Scottie Pippen, like. It's that not that big of a deal, bro. Well, Katie got in his feelings for no fucking reason. But you got to understand that's because the way that the game, the atmosphere of the game is what it is. He should have just took them and be like, yeah, you right. I'm going to come out next year and ball out. I don't, who said that I was stupid, though? Right who, who said I was stupid? I don't know. I got to go back and look again. Yeah, you're stripping the screw, bro. Just unloosening. Oh, now I got you. No, no, no. Yeah, just unloosening. But what it was? I want to see who the fuck said that. Uh oh, Big Rule got a. I ain't made a man now. No, nah, because like you literally not listening. You not understanding what the fuck is going on. Probably do some scrolling. Oh, uh, Angelique J said he's so stupid. She probably been gone. Probably she probably sat and left. But it's good though. We got um. I think we got one one more thing I wanted to bring up. Is it one more? Yeah, it gotta be one more. What was it? Women cheat differently than men. The thought process. I saw a video on your Instagram. The, the thought process, because I think a lot of people misconstrued that it said, oh, cheating is cheating. Yeah, I mean, shit, I don't condone cheating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't condone it at all. But the thought process that goes behind it it's different between the two. For example, let's take a guys and a girl. Let's take a let's take six girls that are married, living life, being happy. They go on the girls' trip. They go out the country, going wherever. That girls' trip, they don't worry about no other nigga. They weren't about they on sale. They weren't about you know. Are you calling me? Oh, you gotta press. You gotta press. Uh, in. See, I see your name pop up right there. Nah, you was... What the heck? Nah, you calling me. Oh, let's see. You must stay with your headphones or something. Yeah, you was calling me. Okay. Hold on, let me see something. Sorry, guys. Let me do this. It's still going, though, huh? What? Yeah, I'm about to... Um, I need to change batteries uh, real quick. Sorry, I pressed the wrong button. Not change batteries real quick anyway. Alright, I gotta say some shit. Now I know when I go back and look at this video, the, the long line of like dead air, I know where we at. Oh my, keep it cool, it wasn't that long. We good? So, yeah. What was I saying before I pressed uh, the Bluetooth thing? You talking about cheating? Yeah, so there's a difference, the process. So let's take six girls going on a girls trip. They going, they all out, they all married, relationship, whatever. They not thinking about no nigga. They ain't, they ain't thinking about it. If it happens, oh well. But they're not thinking about it. They're not going out there. They could they play with each other's ass and run each other pussy, do what the fuck they want to do on a girls trip. That's they want to do. So that's them. A man, let's take guys trips. Sometimes on guys trips, they're like, man, let's see if I still got it. Okay? Not every man, but just speak on 
a, a guy's trip. You know what I mean? The thought process is totally different when a man cheat and a woman cheat. Totally. It's not even... Yes, a man's going to be hurt, a woman's going to be hurt. But I heard a lot of stories of men killing themselves or killing their wives and then killing they, the dude they were cheating on with and killing themselves too at the end of the day because of how hurt they was. And they probably didn't even do the cheating. They were just um, going, you know, living life and being happy. And all of a sudden they got cheated. I can speak for that shit. You know what I mean? I was depressed for three fucking months. You know what I'm saying? But did I kill myself? Hell no. I was, I was hurt. I was disappointed. But I think, yes, emotionally, we all going to be hurt when you get cheated on. But when it comes to the thoughts process of men and women cheating on, I'm going to let Rudy go after what I'm going to say from this because this is something I told somebody a couple of days ago when it comes to it. Women, when they feel like they elevating in life and they dating a guy that's not on a level or is not trying to reach that level, they're going to try to find a way out. I talk to somebody, I say, man, look, what do you we think y'all at 1 through 10? She said 7. But when we start talking about it, she was like, ah, oh, we're fine, we're good. But it didn't sound really too happy. It wasn't too confident. But when it came down to when we started talking about it more and more, it realized it was less than a 7. You wasn't that really happy because there's some things you're not really, you don't really like right now. But it comes down to leveling up because if a woman is leveling up, She's going to try to find a way out if he's not on that level. Because guess what? Let's, let's say that woman is leveling up. She finds a guy that's perfect for her damn near. Great talk, great communication. She thinks she looks, she thinks he looks good. A lot of things happening for this man that she like. You think that girl's going to be like, hey, I got a boyfriend. I don't want your number. No. She's going to give him the number. She's going to probably talk to him. They're going to text him like, hey, let's go for lunch. She's going to go. And then she's going to feel a certain way and she's going to try to find a way out of that relationship. It's a process. Emotions. Conversation. He's doing things differently than what my guy's doing. That's how she's going to feel. Oh my God, he's this, he's that. We're the same age. We got, he got this going on, that going on. Way different. It's a shiny new toy. For a man, they're going to go in the process like, I'm going to just get a quick nut and not even talk to this motherfucker again. Not saying don't, not saying this woman don't do it, but let's talk about the average, the general. It's a difference. You know what I'm saying? So women's going to try to find a way out of a relationship. Men not saying they won't either, but they do it emotionless. That's the whole thought process between a man and a woman. I, I mean, at the end of the day, man, when it comes to... Ch- what exactly are we asking them? Like, what exactly are you? Is there a true difference when men, when a man and a woman cheat? Yeah, men don't cheat from emotion. We just cheat to get our rocks off. Women cheat because they are emotionally invested. I can like, me and my girl have had conversations of, uh, you know, when, when we stopped being, when we broke up, I first go around. I had a little fun, <laughs> and she had one situation. The difference was I was doing mine to get a nut off, and she did hers out of emotion because he actually liked the dude. So, like, have you ever cheated? No. I mean, not even cheated. We didn't even cheat on each other. It was just more relations afterwards. You know what I'm saying? But if we leave it looking at 
emotions. A woman is invested if she gonna cheat. A man is a man right. is only doing this shit because we like what we see and we wanna get this nut off. Right. At the end of the day. So yeah, I completely believe that there's a difference in cheating when it comes to, to to relations in general. Like Bro, just think of it. We got a whole group message when y'all niggas put females in, group mess- in the group message all fucking day. Yep. But I guarantee you it ain't because I want to marry this bitch. It's because shit, she look good and I want to fuck. Yeah. Right or wrong? That's, that's true. So it's a fantasy. Yeah. Women, when they do that shit, or when they, when they cheat or they conversate with another dude, it's mainly because they actually want to see what's going on. Like they invested in some kind of way. Right. It's a lot of emotions that play a role. Us, man, you, to be honest with you, when it comes to men, we fuck anything with two pair of legs and a pussy. If it's the right night. Right. The right <laughs> fucking night. So, yeah, nah, I, I don't think that, I don't think it weighs the same or it is the same at all. Yeah, it's for sure. It's a for sure difference. I think people need to understand that it's like, can't get emotional every time we saying things that you feel like it's different than a woman. Mm-hmm. No, at the end of the day, like we gotta tell her what it is because some women sometimes now, not all, but some is like, damn, like if we say anything that's remotely close to negativity or something that you don't want to hear, you take it as, oh, we're trying to bash y'all or we're trying to say something that's against y'all. No, we're just speaking coming for experience or we speaking on how Life is, damn it. <laughs> I mean, God damn. We got to say everything goddamn positive shit. Okay. I know. We got to embrace. I, I get it, but damn. You got to take the credit. And that's go back to the goddamn coaching. If women going to get emotional for saying small shit, no, you got to be. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. You got to be thick skinned at least. You know, and that's just where it is. So, that was that. that, was that. Um, any closing remarks, anything we missed on? Nah. Before we close out. I feel like that's, that's pretty much... I think we said a lot during this episode. <laughs> yeah, we said a lot. I knew it was going to be two hours, damn it. I knew it was going to be two. Yeah, man. We said a lot during this episode. I feel I, I like this episode. It's for real shit. This was this transparency. You know what I'm saying? It's fine. And it was, uh, it was fucking great. Another good one. Real dude with a kill. Another episode, man. Monday, Rudy. We out. Peace.